welcome to the Leader's Life Podcast, where we implement that old school grind with that new school mind. What is up, fam? I am your host, Tamar. And before we get started, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never, ever, ever miss out. And if you really do think I'm awesome, hook me up with a five-star review because you don't know how much that helps find this podcast organically. With that being said, on our expert series, I have an amazing friend, an amazing mentor, an amazing entrepreneur. Her name is Caitlin. She's a 23-year-old entrepreneur, spiritual guide, and physical and mental well-being specialist. Yes, specialist. Kate is also a coach helping you realize and live to your truest potential. And she just came out with a brand new badass podcast called your Dream Life Coach Podcast, where she shares her journey to achieve her dreams as well as yours while simultaneously helping and coaching you on achieving yours. With that being said, my friend, amazing coach, Caitlin Pazucci, what is going on? Oh my God, Amar, I'm smiling ear to ear. That's like the intro of a lifetime and your enthusiasm just makes me crack up every time. I love it. Thank you for that. So happy to be here and fucking cheap today. Oh my gosh. I am excited to have you on here because it's so cool. Right off the bat, I'm going to tell everybody, like you got, we all have Caitlin's show notes on, I mean, on the show notes, we'll have her social media page and kind of like everything's going on. But I've been kind of obsessed with Kate's journey because she's doing something that I just, I was telling her offline. She is living her life at 23, where I started to live like what she's doing at like 36. So I just want to go over there right off the bat, say, holy shit, Caitlin, like, I'm so proud of your accomplishment. I met Kate when I was mentoring her part of Rob Dallas program as a young little puppy. And now here she is. So with that being said, Kate, let everybody know who's Caitlin, what are you about? And what are you what are you doing? Wow. Yes. No, it's so crazy to think about our journey together at the start. I did feel like a little puppy and now I just feel like so, so much more grown and the growth that's happened over the last several months is crazy. But yeah. So for me, I am currently pivoting a lot in life, but something that I've learned about myself is I'm just here to be a guide for people. I just, I have been through a lot myself. I know people are going through a lot and this particularly the last two, three years have been a collectively hard time for people globally. So I just feel like more people need to step up into leadership and be a guide and be a healer and be a light for people. And I think that's truly what I'm here to do. So I'm excited to share a little bit of my voice and start, you know, podcasting and, you know, sharing my light with people because that's what I'm here for. Yes. And I'm sure you're, what you're going to share is going to definitely, definitely resonate with a lot because I just want to jump right, right into this, Caitlin, because I want everybody to realize kind of what you've been through and what you just went through, which I feel like is one of the hardest things in the world in life to go through. And you're able to do that. So I'm just going to ask you right off the bat, Caitlin, you were in a long term relationship with an amazing, amazing person. You were there for how long were you dating? Him for? We were almost eight years, eight years. So Caitlin was in a long term relationship for eight years. And then whatever happens in relationships, it just ended up not working out. And then from there, Caitlin ended up meeting a new boy and from there hopped in a car and traveled all <laughs> over this country. Now, just, I'm just telling you as a, I guess as a dad, as a, you know, a bunch of friends and stuff like that. I just got to ask you, Caitlin, what the fuck were you thinking? Number one, and how, <laughs> how did you be able to 
stop this law, you know, end a long-term relationship that in your life you said, or you thought you were going to be with this person forever, but you decided to end it and go with what your heart did, what your heart told you to do, what your soul was meant to do, where the norm was kind of telling you to stay comfortable in this relationship. So please, 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 for the listeners out there that are in this long-term relationship that are like, I don't think it's going to work out, but I'm staying with this person because we've been together for eight, 10 years. Why Mm -hmm. leave now? Yeah. So for me, it's this very, very simple answer. And it's your heart knows. If you are in a relationship and you feel in your heart that it is not going to stand the test of time, and there's signs and there's indications and there's things that are just telling you in your soul, in your gut, that that is not meant to be, listen to that. And that is what I suppressed and ignored for so long. You know, I feel like there are people who feel trapped in their relationships because of loyalty. And that was the question that I started to ponder towards the end of the relationship was, I love this guy. He's an amazing guy. You know, I think it's easy to leave somebody. Well, I shouldn't say easy, but it's easy to justify leaving somebody when they're toxic or, you know, terrible to you, or they've made many mistakes. And our relationship wasn't like that at all. So it's like one of those things where you wonder, like, am I just leaving something good because I'm seeking something that's not out there? And the answer is no. If you feel like there's more out there for you and you are not fully aligned, your soul is not lit on fire by what you're doing. Like we always say, if it's not a fuck, yes, it's a no. And so I kept asking myself that question and just pondering, like, are there things that I could have that aren't present here? And the answer was yes. And that's when I knew it was time to step away. And I think a key for me and for anybody listening is to really practice something that helped me in Rob's program was practicing getting out of the ego and into the self because your ego will tell you, no, you have to say, what will the families think? You know, well, we share everything. That was a big thing for me. We shared a car, we had an apartment together. You know, we built a whole life together. My friends were his friends. His family was my family. Like everything was intertwined. And so the ego will try to tell you, well, you have to stay because of circumstance. And when you tap into the self and the soul and what my heart truly wanted, it was freedom. I always describe it like this. I was a bird in the most beautiful cage. And I loved my cage. It was an amazing place to be, but I didn't want to be caged anymore. And so letting myself free was the best thing I could have done. And I would encourage anybody feeling even slightly off, maybe in a relationship or friendship or what have you in your career, whatever, tap into the self, tap into the soul, and you will find the answer. I love that answer. And the most important thing that I love that you said was, it wasn't toxic. It wasn't mm-hmm. bad, but you just knew because there are people right now that are not even in, in romantic relationships. Let's just say they're in, in a relationship with their parents, in a relationship with their siblings, in a relationship with their in-laws, and they are around there. these toxic, they're toxic people. They are toxic mm-hmm. people, but they say to themselves, no, they're family. I have to stay with them. No, I have to just deal with it. You know how it is. It's family. And what you're pretty much saying is like, no, that's not the case. You deserve to be happy. And mm-hmm. it comes down to you. And that's something that people don't realize, I feel, especially in the world that you and I are in and coaching and mentoring people, you realize that they always, we ourselves always put ourselves second or last. And you decided not to do that because you followed your heart. And I just want to let you know that that is the hardest thing to do. And you did it. So I just want to give you your love, respect and flowers right there because I've seen your journey. I've watched your journey. I've seen you with tears. I've seen you with, with, with smiles, but I do know that 
today, as I look at you through, through the Zoom, I can see your freedom. I can feel how free you are. And even when we were jamming out before line, it was like, we didn't miss a beat. And I, I'm just so happy to see this path that you are on, Caitlin, because you are crushing it right now. Thank you so much. That's so good to hear. And I just want to clarify too, like it was not easy by any means. And it was the most painful decision because I think a lot of people, again, that's another reason people don't leave is to avoid pain, but growing pains are worth it every time. Yes. And that's what it comes down to growing pain. So let's just move forward. You know, mm-hmm. you've moved forward and I, and hopefully your ex is doing great and everything is just good to go. And now this next chapter in your life, right? Your next chapter, you just to give people a little bit of content context, Caitlin was an amazing, is an amazing coach and mentor. And she was a part of the Rob Dial program, who I always will talk about because, you know, he's just been amazing to in my life. He, so Caitlin was a, she was a part of his highest program, which is the elite program. And then a lot of things came up and now she's kind of working on herself. But while she was in the program, Caitlin was crushing it. She was crushing it financially. She was making, I, I forgot the amount, but you were bringing in at some point, like I think you brought him over easily over 10K in one month. But uh, mm-hmm. what was your total that you've actually brought in and just help and elaborate to somebody who's starting news because this is something new and you could have taken two routes. You could have been the, yeah, this program sucks. Let me just waste my money and consider it an expense. Or you just went in there, head, head diving in head first and didn't dip your toes in the water. You just jumped right in there and were able to crush it and succeed. So I just want to know, how, how did you do this? Oh my gosh. Well, I think in the course of my first 30 days in the program, I profited over $11,000. I was just like, I'm just going to dive fully in. And I think that mentality kind of sums it up is just do not let yourself, you know, your limiting beliefs, your mindset, any judgments based on you, other people around you tell you, you can't do something. I feel like something, especially for people my age, anybody who's listening, that's like, you know, 26, 27 and under, we struggle with understanding that people will try to place their limitations on us, especially people who are older than us. They say, well, I, you know, I didn't do it because X, Y, Z. So it's just not realistic or it's not going to happen. And we're fed this narrative our entire lives. And it's your job to break the narrative. And I think I just kind of, I took that as such a truth and a knowingness that I'm going to do this and I can do this. And it was messy, massive action that got me there. I had no clue what I was doing. You know that, Amar. Yeah. I dove in absolutely blind and just figured it out along the way. I sought help where I needed help. I wasn't embarrassed, afraid, or prideful to, you know, go to mentors where I needed them. And that was the key for me to achieve the success that I achieved. That's amazing. And you said, yes, you've made, you've achieved the success that you've earned, but there was some failure along the ways. So can you talk about the failures that came with success and how you got over it. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, a big thing that came up for me was burnout because as many people do, especially when you're inexperienced in business, I'm still learning, you know, you get to a point where you don't know how to balance business and life. You don't understand your internal environment or your needs for your internal environment. The most important thing is that your business is going to be a reflection of you And I ignored a lot of those things, a lot of those signs. I got very attached to my business in such a way that I got so burned out. And so one of my biggest failures that I've seen to date, which when we use the word failure, it's not really a failure. It's just a stepping stone to your next thing, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest pivotal points for me was pretty much losing everything because I ignored 
my need to heal after my breakup. I ignored the things going on inside. I didn't acknowledge the internal environment that I was creating. I started, you know, avoiding meditation and reading and all of the things that were helping me achieve success before I, you know, lost everything. I stopped doing those things and I got so obsessed with the numbers and I got so obsessed with the business part and the universe kind of like took it away from me because it was like, all right, she needs to be taught a lesson. It's not all about this. And so burnout was a very real thing for me. And that was one of the biggest, I I could say, quote unquote failures was getting so burnt out to the point where I couldn't work anymore. And the money stopped coming in. The clients stopped coming in. I was, you know, just kind of at a, at a plateau, you could say. And what that forced me to do was reevaluate, like, am I doing the right things in my business? What do I need to be teaching people? What am I here to do? And again, getting out of the ego and into the self and leading from the soul, because I was very much leading from the brain and the ego and the things that I was, you know, having those whispers telling me to do. And instead, when I started leading with my heart, that's when things started flowing again. I love that. Even, you know, you say it all the time and Lauren Pena, who was a part of, uh, came on this podcast, she always, she teaches and she does heart math, which is, you know, mm. heart math is where they say you, you know, you get out of your head and, and, you know, go into your heart. And that's what yes. you're saying. So I love that you did that because once again, it's so hard, as you said, ego, 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 ego is, is the toughest thing, but mm-hmm. burnout. I've experienced it. I even did a podcast episode about it. I'm seeing it more and more, Kate, to the point where it's like, like red alert, red alert, like you're burnt out, you're burnt out. But the problem is I can see when Kate is burnt out, you can see when Amar is burnt out, I can see ABC, but we can't see that we are burnt out. And I almost took it as an insult when my wife Mm. was burnt out. So how did you actually handle the burnt out, burnout? And were you like me, where you're like, no, like I got this. And because I considered burnout a weakness, mm. I considered it surrendering. I considered it being like, what? I'm not good enough for my business, for my family, for my mentors, for anything like that. So for Caitlin, how did you react to your burnout originally? And how did you get through it? I was a lot like you, Amari. Yeah, 100%. I was like, that's, you know, BS. I'm not burnt out. Like I just kind of avoided it. I wasn't listening to the signs going on. And I was sort of irritated that people were perceiving that this was burnout or that I needed to take a break. And it was just, I was in a go, go, go hustle mentality. And I think something that is so key is that we live in this hustle culture now of like grind and wake up at 5 a.m. and never stop and X, Y, and Z. Cold showers, cold showers. Right. Torture yourself, torture yourself, torture yourself, and then be happy. I'm sorry. Yes, 100%. Like, yeah, delay delay your happiness because right now it's all about sacrifice and grind. And I got so wrapped up in that where that really became my whole mentality. And it was like, if I was not doing something work-related or productive at all times, I thought that I was being lazy and I tricked my mind into thinking like, no, you can't go sit out by the pool and just lounge. You need to be working while you're doing that. Or if I was on vacation, I was on my phone or I was doing social media stuff. And so the way that I sort of, I feel like allowed myself to come to the conclusion that I was burnt out and I needed to acknowledge it was after, I would say it was a six week period of no new clients. Like the DMs were dry. My experience with that flow completely started to crumble and go away. The money stopped coming in. I was even having run-ins with current clients where like 
payments weren't going through. And so all the signs from the universe were there. It was like this stopping point where it was like, okay, everything's going to stop at once because the universe will whisper to you until it screams. It's like going to give you little signs of like, all right, you're getting burnt out. You're getting in your head. You're not, you know, focusing on yourself. You know, there's things going on inside and you're just avoiding them. And then it starts screaming. It's like, all right, well, then we're going to halt your payments. We're going to stop your business. People are going to stop showing up for calls so that you have to sit with yourself. And it was during one meditation, which is why I think everyone needs to practice meditation, at least at some point, whatever way that looks like for you. It was during one meditation one morning where I was in the zone for probably like 45 minutes to an hour where I just kept having these thoughts come in. Like you need to stop working. Like you need to stop pushing so hard because I was becoming a hamster on a wheel. I wasn't sleeping right. Like my diet wasn't where I wanted it to be. And as a health coach, if you're not practicing what you preach, really, what are you doing? And yeah, so that was the the key point for me. All of those signs started to come to fruition. And I was like, all right, it's time for me to start listening. And I think that when I acknowledged that, I started to not only research, but I started to step away from the push and just allowing myself to receive a little bit more. I was like, okay payments aren't going through new clients are coming in. Let me stop pushing for new clients. Let me take this time to back away from social media a little bit post when I feel like it's authentic. Don't post when you don't feel like it's authentic. And I started finding that rhythm again. I started allowing myself to sleep more. I started eating better again. And I found, I definitely still don't have a perfect balance, but I found more of a rhythm and a flow with like, there's a lot to say about surrendering and separation being more productive than pushing does that make sense like yeah, complete sense. yeah. Absolutely. yeah so that was the big thing for me was just accepting that this surrender was going to basically tell the universe like i'm ready to receive now i'm done pushing i'm not in control we all know like we try to control everything as humans and frankly it's not up to us sometimes it's up to let me work with what i can work with control the controllables and release everything else because the universe is doing its work for you yes i love that i love that you said just release the universe do its thing because i had so just to let you know caitlin i had two knee surgeries in the past 30 days oh wow somebody in no but check this out so somebody in the self-development world goes when i was going through burnout and stuff he goes I was just like, I don't know what's going on. And then, and then he goes, Amar, the universe has broken pretty much both of your knees. So you need to slow the hell down. What more, what more signs do you need to slow down the fact that you have two knee surgeries in 30 days? So right there is what I love how you were just like the, the universe was giving you so many signs to do it. And you did not like, and you're just trying to ignore it. So like, all right, fine. If you're not going to be in control of your change, ah, the universe will be in control of the change for you. So right. And you know, what's so funny is I literally compare burnout to like physical injury all the time. So it's crazy that yours kind of came up as physical injury. The universe was like, Amar, chill, stop. Because if you think about it, like for, like, I have a lot of clients who get in the gym and they're lifting and they're trying all the things and they get injured, but they're like gung ho about, you know, continuing their journey. They don't want to stop the intensity. They're like, I'm just going to work through it. And I've had people who don't tell me when they're injured or, you know, this is outside of clientele as well. People just try to push through injury. And instead of being out of the gym for what could have been a week, you put yourself out for months. And it's the same thing with burnout. It's like, if you don't listen to the signs in the beginning, 
and just slow down, you know, keep working, but just slow down, give yourself more time and space. You're going to get put out for months. And that's what happened for me. I was like, well, now instead of taking a week break from work, I'm being forced to take a month or two off because I can't even fathom or have the mental capacity to do what I want to do in my business. Exactly. 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 No, that is so, that is so powerful. I know so many people can resonate. Now I, I have to ask you this because you are 23 years old, correct? Now yes. you are a 23 year old who is living your best life. Now, because <laughs> you are an entrepreneur, you are a, you are a coach, okay. you are, you know, you wear so many, so many awesome, amazing hats. Correct. Now, 23 you started your self-development journey at 21 or 22 i forgot what it was what, 21, 22. self-development was probably 18 that's when i found rob's okay. podcast oh wow 18 okay now i don't need to tell you what i was doing at 18 but it was not <laughs> self-development okay and now i hear this all the time shit it's too late shit it's too late i wish i could start it younger i work with thousands of coaches and the number one thing they said was, I just wish I did this earlier. I wish I did this earlier. You actually had the opportunity right now to do this earlier. And I've, I've been blessed and privileged to watch your journey and see how the ups, the downs, as you said, the plateaus, but you're still on that journey. For somebody right now who's either 18 years old or even 40 years old and says, I'm too young or I'm too old. What is your response to them? Because you've defined the odd. Like when you joined and you told me your age, I'm going to be very, very, very honest. Very honest. I'm just like, she's a party girl. She's probably mm -hmm. not going to, to finish with this. And terror, but hey, you know, I'm always honest with you. She's a party mm -hmm. girl because she loves to party, by the way. Caitlin loves to party as well. Absolutely. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I'm saying this is that Caitlin parties, she enjoys her life, but she also does coaching and she does entrepreneur. People always think it's, one or the other it's or but you actually say and i'm going mm -hmm. to be a business owner and i'm going to party and act like a 22 23 year old not i have to pick between being an entrepreneur or i can't party i because you're a lot more mature than i was at that age i just need to know that person who's just questioning the age whether it's too late it's too early what is your advice to them I love this question because this is a conversation my roommate and I were having about how time is just a construct. Like if you think about it, it really shouldn't exist in people's minds because the growth that let's say a 40 year old can have with their life experience, with, you know, the, the maturity that they have with, you know, as opposed to an 18 year old, their personal development journey could be in the matter of a year, the growth that an 18 year old have would have in a matter of five years. So it's like, it doesn't matter where you are, why you're starting or when you're starting, just start because the growth that you will have will put you so many years ahead. And that to me is worth so much more than like, you know, let me just kind of, you know, taper away and waste my life away. And it's already too late because at 40, 50, 60, you can do so many things. And if you feel called to it, if you feel drawn to personal development, there's always a reason for that. And you're always called to something that's going to better your life, better the people's lives around you. So my argument is always going to be this. Do it, if not for yourself, for the people around you. Because I feel like the most selfless act that we can perform as humans is work on ourselves so that everybody around us 
is better for it. So if you're 40, 50, 60, if you have kids, if you have grandkids, if you have, you know, cousins, if you have whatever, your family will benefit from the work that you do on yourself. And for me, I have clients who are 35 years old and we're wondering, is this work worth it? Is it worth working on my health at this point in my life, working on my mindset at this point in my life and have seen the benefits through their children first. Like, wow, they're better because I'm better. And that is like the ultimate award, ultimate reward. So I feel like that's kind of what I would say to somebody questioning that. I love that answer because my wife and I just had this conversation of the day. My Mm. wife has a coach. I have a coach. And we were just talking about, because a lot of people always ask, Oh, therapy, coaching, coaching, therapy. They're both amazing. In my opinion, they're Mm -hmm. both amazing. Uh, They both therapy will help you get over the past, in my opinion, and Mm -hmm. and coaching will let you move forward in your life. That's just the, that's a simple way. Yeah. That's just a simple way. I like to define it is therapy will take care of the stuff that's been holding you back. And coaching Mm -hmm. is just going to open the door for you. Same thing with therapy. go hand in hand, depending on what it is. I, I will never, ever say anything negative about therapy or coaching. I feel like they're, they both can go hand in hand. It's not once again, one or the other, but you took the initiative to, to start this and you were not worried about ego because that's the thing that I see so much in this world. And that is why I respect you tremendously and proud to call you a, a friend because you don't give a shit what anybody says. Where at that age, I did. I did, Lauren. I mean, let me, Lauren, Oliver, our friend, Lauren Oliver, because I'm going to talk about her in a second. Yeah. So this is what I meant. So, okay, so we didn't give a shit. Lauren Oliver, shout out to her, amazing, met her through the program as well, right? She don't give a shit as well. She's at that point like where you and her, and this is why you brought about community and and like-minded. This is why I want to bring her up. She is a 24-year-old girl that does not give a shit about what anybody thinks. That is amazing because the problem that I see today, that whether you're 40 years old, whether you're 70 years old, whether you're 18 years old, the number one thing that holds you back is you worry about what other people think. Mm -hmm. And- I, I I have to ask you that I'm guessing, but I'm sure you may have lost a friend or two along this journey because people don't like to see some people succeed. People don't like to see people level up. As somebody was telling me the other day, either you, if you, if you don't level up, you devil up. So people rather see you devil up than level up because mm-hmm. you kind of stay in that same playing field. But when you level up, all of a sudden, what are you better than us, Kate? What are you? You're, you know, what do you think you're better than us? Well, okay, fine. Yeah, but we ain't going to call you anymore. You're just crushing it. I hear this all the time and it drives me crazy in the self-development world, how a spouse would not even support their partner because they're bettering themselves. Their best friends are talking shit to them. They're making jokes about them. And I'm, you can see I'm passionate because I cannot stand this shit. What is your advice to that person? And, and first off, did you deal with it and how did you handle it? Absolutely. So it's funny, Lauren and I are getting on a call after this one. Oh, nice. What's up, Lauren? Shout out. Make sure you let her know. Shout her out. Love it. So my advice would be this. If you want to attract your tribe, if you want to know who your true friends are, if you want that group of people that are your soul family, like the people who are meant to be in your life, start pursuing your dreams because you will lose people, but you will also gain people. And I absolutely have experienced this. And this was one thing that I feel like is it's something that you can condition yourself to learn, or it's something that you're born with. Thankfully, I was born with it. I do not care who leaves my life because that is the universe's work. Taking the luxury of seeing things I didn't see, 
perhaps it was their lack of support. Perhaps it was conversations behind closed doors. Perhaps it was their own negative thoughts around my abilities or my success. And the universe said, they're going to exit your life. And so I never take offense to that. If you want to leave and you don't support, you know, the journey, that's okay. Because the people who stay are the real ones. They are the supporters. And that is so beautiful to me because it's like, you really can see this, you know, as you go through your ebbs and flows, as you start pursuing your dreams, as you start dropping your pride and just accepting that the people who stay are your real ones, not only will your circle, you know, maybe decrease in size, but it's going to feel so much more real to you. It's going to feel better, frankly. And that, that quality is everything. over quantity. Let's be honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. And quality people matter so much more than having a massive quantity of people who don't care, who don't support. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is the people that you're going to meet along the way, the ones who are on the same journey as you, that has been the most impactful part to me because now that I've entered the coaching industry and met all of you guys from Rob's program and met other people on Instagram or social media or just here in Tampa in general, it has been the most beautiful thing to watch myself attract this tribe of people who have like-minded goals, who are going to push me to new heights. And one thing that I always tell people is, you know, something I live by is nobody doing better than you will ever try to stop you from doing better for yourself. Only people doing less than you or who believe less in themselves are going to try to pull you down with them. And so that to me is a clear indicator of who am I going to keep in my life? Who is a real friend who is true and tried and actually has my best interest? If they try to stop you, they are not your person. Oh my God, Kate, that is actually the first time I've heard that like that actual quote, uh, or if that, that's even a quote, but that is so mm-hmm. legit. The people who are quote unquote better than you or leveled up, you're right. They're going to cheer you on. They're going to want you to be successful. And the ones who don't, it's like their insecurity. And it comes mm-hmm. out and I've heard it. It's like, what, what are you better than me, Kate? Because you're, you got a mentor, you joined a program. Oh, what are you elite? You know, it's just one of those misery loves company. Mm-hmm. And don't take out, your insecurities on me because I've finally taken the initiative because what people don't realize is when you invest in yourself, you're investing tens of thousands of dollars to better yourself. You're not doing this shit for free. You're in, Mm -hmm. and I'm calling it an investment. I'm not calling it an expense because investing in yourself, whether it's working with Caitlin, who's an amazing coach, which by the way, like we'll have all her information and you'd be a fool not to, but you invest in yourself but you will get the biggest return better than mm-hmm. any money. But, and, and listen, I'm a business guy. I'm a finance guy. I have a lot of investments, but I, I say it all the time. The best return I ever got was investing in myself. And it has nothing to do with money, nothing Ooh. to do with money. And I just, and that for you to say that it's just what I emphasize because the one, my biggest pet peeve, my biggest pet peeve is when somebody comes up to me out of, as I said, the coaches that, that I mentor and say, my husband does not want me to be a part of this. My husband said that this is making me worse. My husband is saying that you, you know, I'm better than him all of a sudden. And now he's doing this. My wife said that I can't be going on these calls. I hear it all the time and it drives me crazy because I see these people with pure and positive intentions. And that's all Mm -hmm. it comes down to. If you have pure and positive intentions, I am going to give you fucking full support. And I will, I would be your number one cheerleader. And that's kind of the way, the way I feel like it should be, but it's not. And it drives me crazy. Kate. It drives me freaking crazy. I get it. Trust me. And one thing I just want to comment on before we wrap up this part of the conversation is 
if you are experiencing that, whether it's a spouse or a partner or a roommate or a friend that's like not supporting you or saying that this is making you worse, or, you know, I'm starting to feel lesser than you, or you're starting to do better or X, Y, Z insecurity speaking always. So that's one thing to keep in mind, but also keep going because oftentimes that person will follow suit. It's going to take a little bit of swallowing their pride, but your husband ultimately watching you succeed and thrive could then realize, okay, wow, this is like, this is working for her. I need to now do something for myself. Again, when you make yourself better, you make everyone around you better. So keep going and ignore, ignore what they have to say. Cause it's never, it's never the soul talking. Yes. I love that. And also I want to add, I'm going to add to that. Don't look for justification because the mind will always want you to be comfortable. So sometimes mm. I remember just to give you, it, it's crazy. I don't think I ever told you this story, but I remember when I went to, for the first time, everyone to go invest in myself and I spoke to my wife about it in a way where I was hoping she said, no, Wow. I was hoping she said, no. And she was like, no, go for it. Go do it, which is, which is amazing. But I was really hoping she was like, ah, it's stupid. Don't do that. Because I was like, yeah, this program that just kind of brought up, like I remember downplaying it. And then mm. fortunately she was like, go do it. And, and I'm, I am a product of, a, I used to do that as well. So I wanted to also own up to the fact that, yeah, I, I was that person as well, but you can all change when you're ready to change. And that's why I just wanted to add to that. But I did so want to, powerful. thank you. Thank you. I did want to ask you one last question as we wrap this up. You are starting a podcast about essentially dream life. You are now living your dream life at 20, at 23, 24. I keep forgetting, I keep saying your age is 23. And you are doing this. And it is so hard because people I hear, once again, I hear this a lot. I want to live my dream life. My goal is to live my dream life. I want to live my dream life. And it says it, people say it, I hear it, I hear it. And it took me, I told you this offline. It took me about when I got into this world, you know, three, three years, but in the past four years, I'm going to say I've been, I've lived, I've done more with my family and myself than I've done in the past three decades. Like in general, it was a lot of resistance with myself. So what can you tell that person that always says, I just want to live my dream life. I just want to, I just want, I want a, I want B, I want C. What is your, your best advice to that person that wants to live that dream life? but just does not even know where to start. And all they do is live in that groundhog's day of like, I want to, I want to change my life. I want to live my dream life, but they don't even know where to start. And then just doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah. The definition of insanity, right? <laughs> yep. There it is. So my, I, I have two things to say to that. And the first one is universe will not give you inklings of a dream. You know, these dreams that you have in your mind are yours for a reason. It was divinely placed there. And it is your responsibility to essentially cultivate that and to find a way to do that. So if you have something in your heart that you feel drawn to, and you feel like this is what I meant to do, you are meant to do it. I can assure you that. And not following that will, you know, basically cause you to live your entire life out of alignment. This is why so many of us feel so out of place in certain jobs or doing certain things or, you know, with certain people, because that is not where you're meant to be. That feeling of misplacement is there for a reason. It's to guide you. So if you have a dream, it is there for a reason. And I want to place urgency on this, not for pressure, but for purpose, because if you essentially, if you're ignoring that dream, right? What they say is that idea that you had 
if you ignore it, it's going to be taken away from you and given to someone else. And you're going to watch someone else live your dream. And that to me is enough urgency to be like, I never want to see that happen. I want to root everyone on. I want everyone to live their dream, but I want to live mine and imagine watching somebody else create the dream that you had just because you didn't follow it. That would be the worst nightmare. Yes, that was powerful, powerful, powerful. And I love, I love the way that you, 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 you said that because yeah, like either you live your dream or someone else is going to take it and live it mm -hmm. while you watch them do that. So mm -hmm. that's freaking powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kate, so much for taking time out of your crazy, busy, busy traveling, everything, everything that you do on the day to day. I just want to thank you so much for taking time to hop onto the Leaders Life podcast. But now that we know that you have a lot of things going on and we are going to put them on the show notes, please let everybody know because I know you had a huge waiting list for your last, your last project that you had going on. And I know that you sold out in the last one. So I know you got a lot of busy things going on, but what do you got opening up? What do we got new? And just let them know how we can find and connect with Caitlin. Absolutely. So you guys can find me on either of my Instagrams, either caitlin.pizzuti, which more says it will be in the show notes, as well as your.dreamlifecoach, where you'll be able to find the podcast. I encourage everybody to listen because that is an area where I'm growing with you. You know, Mar says I'm living my dream life, which I'm so grateful and thankful is true, but I'm still building it at the same time, which can be so valuable to have somebody on the journey with you. So you can find me in all those areas. I have slots opening back up for one-on-one -on -one coaching and mentoring, as well as my free private group of people who just want health accountability, want to start developing their wellness. So no matter what you're here for, whether it's to up-level with me and get coaching, or you just want a community of like-minded women and men who are trying to really grow and expand, I would love to see you there in any of those regions. And you are all always welcome. Awesome. Well, I want that link to the community because I want to be a part of it as well. So. <laughs> Always. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Caitlin. And that's that. Thank you all so much for showing up and listening. Please make sure you hit on that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out. And share this with your family, friends, and tribes. And you think this is valuable information, share it at Leaders Life Podcast. You all freaking rock. Remember, why not you? Why not now? Hope you all have an amazing, amazing rest of your day.